0: getting ready Jesus is going to show us again today how we are not ready for him to come it's not the plan that one of us perish he's so in love with us it hurts him that we're he's ready and we're not it's just about time there's so much suffering so much chaos in the world there's so much evil and God has to start over again but he doesn't want to do that because we're not ready he doesn't want to do it yet we're not ready, he's waiting. We read that yesterday, he's long suffering, he's waiting. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you. We thank you so much that you're not just coming when we're not ready, that you're getting us ready by telling us things to come. You're warning us, and we ask you, Lord, that we could just have ears to hear what you're saying. I thank you that I would just speak the words that you want me to speak so the people would get it so I would get it we're asking for revelation knowledge so that we can understand that it's time so that we get it that it's time and the only way we can be ready is by your direction your revelation knowledge we love you and praise you give you all the glory really we know nothing without him we really don't And so we need him to correct us. He corrects those he loves. And people don't like correction. They don't want to be told what to do. We're so prideful. And that's why God hates pride, because then he can't tell us anything. So we're going to talk about, right here, Matthew 6, 19, today. Jesus said, do not gather up, heap up, and store for yourselves treasures on the earth where moth and rust and worm consume and destroy, and where thieves break in and steal but gather for, and heap up and store for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust nor worm can consume and destroy, and where thieves cannot break in and steal. And that's where. And, and then it says, "For where your treasure is, that will be your heart also." And I was looking at this, and and God, he, the revelation knowledge He gives is amazing. I've looked at this so many times, and I understand it. But he put it in a way that applies to being ready. So, anyway, first let's talk about do not gather. And he, Jesus said, don't gather things up on the earth. So, in other words, don't be, you know, like getting the prettiest dress and, you know, the best house and don't be all focused on stuff. Jesus said that. Further down in this um, chapter, he said, "Don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear. For isn't life more important than that?" And I always think about how we just run around in circles and try to figure all that out, and it's always something. Our flesh is never satisfied, and so he's saying, "Don't do that, because what's going to happen? It's going to be destroyed. It's going to be stolen from you." And he's talking about our eternity. He said, "Gather instead." and store up treasures in heaven. And then he said, Isn't that where we're going to be moving? Are we moving to heaven? So then of course we should be storing up for ourselves treasures in heaven. Not here. We're not we're not here to stay and we work so hard. And he said, Your your father knows what you need. We weren't here to work for a living. We we weren't put here to gather up for ourselves. Like I said, the prettiest dress, the best house, the best car, this education, you know, everything is about us and glorifying us. And we're so prideful. And he's saying that's all going to diminish. And that causes distress and sickness and disease and sorrow. And, you know, the list goes on. And we don't see it. Maybe you don't see that when you get before him, he will show you all the things, all the distress in your life really comes from working so hard to make yourself look like you are somebody to give yourself worth. So enough of that. So instead, if we're going to be moving to heaven, how do we store up for ourselves treasures in heaven? How do we do that? How do we store up treasures in heaven? Well, i want to take you to Matthew 25 and give you some ideas. Jesus said, he said, he, um, this is a parable. He said, then the king, he's going to, when he comes, he's, all the nations are going to be gathered before him. So it's everyone are going to be gathered before him and he's going to separate the people one from another, the, the like a shepherd separates his sheep from the goats. And um, he will cause the sheep on his right hand and the goats on the left to stand on his right and left. And then the king, I got my thing working here. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, come, you blessed my father, favored and appointed to enter into salvation. Inherit, receive as your own the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty. You gave me something to drink. I was a stranger um, and you brought me together with yourself and welcomed and entertained and lodged me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me um, with help and ministering care. I was in prison. You came to see me and the just and the right will answer, Lord, when, when when did we do that for you? And he said, truly, I tell you, insofar as you did for the least of these, you did for me. And then he's going to say to those on his left hand, "Be gone from me! You curse an eternal fire um, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels." I was hungry; you didn't give me anything. I was thirsty; you didn't give me anything. I was a stranger; you did not welcome me or entertain me. I was naked; you did not clothe me. I was sick, and in prison; and you did not visit me with help and ministering care. And then also. He will say, "They will say, Lord, when when were you hungry and thirsty, and a stranger and naked, and we did not minister to you?" And He said, "What you did, what you didn't do, what you failed to do for the least of estimation of men, you didn't do for me." And then um, they will go into eternal punishment, and those who are just and upright and right standing with God into eternal life. So that our life is about serving and loving others, but we don't have time because we're too busy. Loving ourselves with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. We're too busy about getting stuff. We're working instead of giving. Jesus said, give it and be given unto you. He said, seek his way of doing and being right. And all the things that you need, seek first his kingdom, his way of doing and being right. Matthew 6.33. And all these things that you need will be given unto you. And so we got that all messed up, and we're working to make a living. Our life is about us. It's not about serving. And some of the distresses are depression. You know, we get addicted to things. We, we have so much distress from trying to take care of ourselves, and we were never meant to do that. We were meant to give to others, to love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Just care about what he cares about, and he cares about his children. And that's why he's saying, What you did for the least of these. You know, I see it as some people just can't handle it. The thing that people do, you know, we're we're trying to like make ourselves so successful. And some people just can't do that. They just can't do it. And so they end up being the people that need more help. And we're too busy to even help them. And even right now, all the people that are locked up in a nursing home. It's terrible. What what's all going on is terrible, and um, so they have even less contact with love, and so we have to go out of our way even more than we did before. And you know, when you get on your knees and you ask God how you can give, He's going to tell you, and that's one of the reasons we're not ready. Um, a major reason that we're not ready because we're just so busy taking care of ourselves. We're so busy flattering ourselves on Facebook and, you know, that's really the only place I think that we can do it. Now there's not too many places where people are getting together still and all this stuff going on, but yeah, you know, we're, we're just so busy about us and what we can do and what we did do. And, and it's not about other people. I mean, it is to agree. I'm not saying to agree. I'm not saying we're bad, but well, what I'm saying is because we don't know his way, we're getting wrapped up in Satan's, um, his tricks. We're ending up being prideful instead of spending our time reaching out to other people. Instead of feeding the poor, instead of visiting those in prison, we're too busy taking to take care of ourselves, And that's what he's saying. And those things are in the way of our eternity and him and, you know, you you read it yourself. And when when we're doing that, when our life is all about us, you know, maybe we are working, you know, three jobs and all just to have this really expensive house. And he's saying, what's more important to me is that guy in the corner holding the sign saying, help me. You know, we so easily judge them But, you know, God was saying to me one day, that's me. He's mine. And if you don't help him, then I'm not going to help you. If you won't do for the least of these, then you're going to have eternal punishment. And so, you know, maybe your life here now is all hunky-dory. And, you know, you've got this beautiful house and you have this beautiful thing and that beautiful thing. And then from here i always think about it then you're going to go into flaming suffering and you know some of the things i saw about hell are just so terribly uncomfortable and that is going to be your destination if you just don't care if you're unwilling to care about what god cares about and that is your neighbor um so god god is saying you know that to help you to understand how he sees it is exactly that those people are suffering now they're suffering now and there's, there's no one to help them, no one to really care. And, um, it hurts him. It hurts him terribly. And so he can't, If he can't look to you as one of his disciples, you know, you can call him Lord. He said, not everyone who calls me Lord isn't going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And it's because you're ignoring what he's saying. Or do you even know what he's saying? Have you even opened up the word of God to find out what he was saying? And I'm not saying I'm there yet, but um, he definitely has opened my eyes to who I am and what I what I'm doing and what my motive is, and when it's not other people, it sickens him. When it's all about us and um, our lives and um, our stuff and that dress and those shoes and that is to him, that that detests him. That's what he told me. It detests him when there's people that need us, and. Doing what you were created to do, doing the greater works is so much more important than going to work and thinking you got to put food on the table. And I'm just telling you what he tells me. And um, get on your knees and find out. Get to know him. Find out the pain that he's in because we don't understand. We don't know. We're not taking the time to look at the word and ask for a revelation. Keep on seeking, keep on knocking so that we can get it so so that he can come and if you're choosing to be that one that you want to put aside all the things you've been doing all that false glamour having to be all about you your whole life being about you and doing whatever you got to do to get this and get that It used to be that way and you know if you want to just lay that aside and start going after him. That's what he wants you to do. In fact, he told me this is a time of testing. He's already dividing the people that care about the other people and will go for him and the people that just don't want anything to do with helping anybody else. And like like he said, you can call him Lord, but that doesn't mean anything to him. They're just words. But if you're going to call him Lord, then you're going to say, I love you. And if you're going to say, I love you, then it means you're going to do what he said and you're going to be on his side. And you're not going to be all about you. You're not going to be all about you and your stuff. But you're going to be all about him and what he wants and what he thinks and who he cares about and who he sends you to. That's what your life is going to be about. And then when you stand before him and you call him Lord, he's going to say yes. Yes. He's been teaching me that, that we are just so self-absorbed, so into our stuff. And we have all these excuses why we're doing what we're doing. And really, we need his counsel for that. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said he corrects those he loved. He said, he said we need counseling and we do. When you get before him and you're saying, if you say, go ahead and test me, he's going to start um, asking you to put things aside, things that don't matter. Just put those things aside. And, and as you do your flesh, it doesn't feel good. Your flesh doesn't like to be told what to do. But as you do it, it draws you to him. Now your attention is on him. And he's your God and not that stuff. And now you can hear him and you, and he's going to start telling you how he feels. He's amazing. Revelation 3.20 says if you, um, actually I was talking about the correction is Revelation 3.19. Revelation 3.20 says that he's already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would answer at the door, if you would heed his voice, then he wants to come in and live on the inside of you and dine with you and be with you and teach you. That's what he wants to do. And so if you want to say that prayer with me, then I would love to say that prayer with you. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us and teach us your way. We're asking for revelation knowledge. We're asking that you live on the inside of us and help us to heed your voice help us to heed your voice lord we thank you and praise you that you 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 do give clarity that you you do tell us things to come and that we can ask for things you said we can ask for wisdom and you'll give it to us we're asking for wisdom for revelation knowledge and for your help to do your will and to be ready and to help you to to um bring in those lost sheep We thank you and praise you for being um, an example of who you are. Help us to be that example of who you are. Help us to get it. We love you and praise you in your name. So if you said that prayer, he is living on the inside of you. And if you ask him to help you and to correct you, he will. It doesn't feel so good, but that's all going to burn. It's all going to burn. He he's saying it's all going to be destroyed, and you with it if you're hanging on to it. So get rid of it now, and serve now. Go find someone you can help. Ask Jesus where He wants you to be and what He wants you to do, and He he wants to do that for you. He's saying, "Come on, this is so much more important. Life is so much more important than all the stuff that you're hanging on to." And and you know trying to get it to, you know, fulfill that need of feeling good about yourself. You don't have to do that when you get in his presence. You're going to feel beautiful. You're going to feel great about yourself. You don't need that stuff and you can take it with you. So why bother giving it all that time and attention? Thank you so much for listening today and God bless you.